The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. Come along, it's time for you to Let's go ahead and get it started. That before we actually do start, uh, we're having some technical issues, so some of us are going to sound weird. Mainly, we all us. always sound weird, but I mean, that's true. That, we're uh, we're going to sound not normal for us. I don't know. We we have whatever. All right, Chuckles, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the... Uh, let me start actually by asking you a question. Have you ever accidentally waterboarded yourself while taking a shower? No, uh, that's times. just you, bud. Yeah? All right, so here's you, my thing times. about it. Here's, here's my thing about it. Like, it, it obviously ain't going to get the job done, so, like, what's the point, realistically speaking? But, like, I had rather done that than watch X2 X-Men United the entire time. Jesus, come <laughs> that I, that I Why? I don't even. Here's the thing: is like I remember that this movie was good, but I think at this point I've watched it so many times, and the fact that you made me have to pay three dollars and seventy nine cents to watch it, I blame you specifically and nobody else. I, no one from Disney. I know you no do. One from Fox, because all of them, literally all of them, except for X Two X Men United. Are on Disney Plus. No, I don't think yeah. the first two, are, like one and three, are. Yes, they absolutely are. No, one and three are on X are are up on Disney Plus. I could have sworn because I looked for it the other day and I didn't think it was on there. But literally, both of them were up there. Yep. X- this is literally X- the X- only X Men movie. First class. Oh fuck! You're right. Yep. So only X2 was normal, huh? Only the one that Joey wants me to watch. I think they're just against you, man. I'm starting to think so, too. Well, uh, at least you know where you can find X3 when we watch that one in, like, a few months. No, because they're going to take it off. They're going to take it off when we need to watch it. I can tell you They're going to take it off and put... They'll take it off and put X2 back on there? Yeah, probably. Which, see, that's then, why I just then. I just own a collection of them, so I don't have to worry about that. Here's my thing. Yeah, Here's I'll, my, so I'll feel bad when you have to pay for, for X3. I'm just going to say that right now. Here's my thing. I knew somebody was going to bring up the physical media aspect of this. Because I, I still I, have I, it. I, yeah, that's fine. Except for, like, what? It, it, here's a, there's this, like, crusade of like let's save physical media right like we need to save physical media physical media is important because digital media is destroying movies blah 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 a streaming service costs me 10 10 bucks 15 bucks depending on which one i have a month right okay a dvd will cost me a minimum of 20 dollars and or five dollars but I'm not done. And then, 
however many times I have to now go to couples therapy because my partner thinks I'm a hoarder because I have a collection of DVDs that are just stockpiled on my floor in my room. Oh, two so things. I switched to so I switched to digital media to get rid of my physical copies so I don't mm -hmm. have to listen to them whine and complain anymore that I'm a hoarder and that I have just piles of shit on my floor. This movie, okay, has so... I didn't... There are some scenes I didn't enjoy. Don't get me wrong. I didn't... <laughs> the, for the most part, I didn't enjoy. But this movie has sparked so much rage inside of me and none of it actually has to do with the actual movie. I will say this, though. While digital media is seems to be the way of the future... The problem with buying something on a streaming service, you're still, you're only contracted to have it. The service itself can still take it away. I, uh, I own all you the NFTs it, of uh, everything, and I know that I don't actually get the real copies of it, but uh, I own the NFTs, so... Sound like, what's the name for South Park? Um, so, like, yeah, no, it's, like... it's one of those things where... It's Can one of those I things where it? you could have a digital library, you would buy it, and what that means is that you are contracted, you're signing a contract that you are you are borrowing this media, and if that company wants to take it off that streaming service you buy it on, i.e. Amazon Prime, I think even iTunes, actually, um, then you lose out like you i don't know if you will have to buy it again if it ever comes back but you do lose out on that 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 digital media movie even if it now, downloads what, onto my device even if it downloads onto the device as far as i'm aware my other thing is i have been looking for anytime i buy physical media anymore i try to buy the blu-ray with digital copy because I don't know if that is like the the loophole, you know. I could okay. be wrong. Buying, still could be... I'm still buying the physical media, sure. Yeah. But then I have the digital copy to put wherever, whatever streaming service I want on. Um, again, I don't know if that's a loophole that will get around it, or if it's still one of those things where, well, I've got my copy of Into the Spider Verse over on on uh, Movies Anywhere and, and Amazon Prime. And it's going to be there until Amazon doesn't want to have it anymore. I, I don't know. Right. So it anyways. Still me, it still cost me $125 a therapy session. So in my so mind. That's Joe. I'm Ron. That's Chuck. <laughs> and this is the uh, Rundown Reviews. <laughs> Six minutes in. I love it. Yes. Um, we, if you haven't figured it out, we have, are going to be covering X2, X-Men United. I still enjoyed this show, this movie. Sounds like one of them I, doesn't. Not I was you, disappointed. I, I thought it was boring, to be honest with you. Sounds like two of them didn't like it. Um, but, okay, so obviously we've all seen this before. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Like, I've seen, I this thought, is at least the third time I've seen it. I think I, I saw it. I definitely saw opening weekend, and mm -hmm. then I Same. had it. I did have it on. I think VHS maybe, uh, or I maybe think I did too, maybe, actually. Yeah, I think I had it on VHS, and I used to watch it a lot. I think that's why I. 
I think that's why I didn't care about it because I've seen it so many times and it's it doesn't really have a lot of rewatchability. Interesting. Okay. No, he's got a point because it. I mean, it. It does. It like everything that's important. You remember it happening, and there's not really that much that's honestly important. I will say, yeah. compared to compared to X Men One, at least this had a plot that made sense. True, sort of. Like, I don't know. Uh, mind control, brain spooge is not really a very uh, good plot device. So no, the, but that was in tandem with mutants are a problem. They're trying to take over government, they so took we have to jobs. Kinda, sorta. Yeah, I was okay. So, um. Nightcrawler at the beginning, Scooby doing through the fucking um, White House was hilarious. Dude, that scene, that whole opening scene with him, uh, was fire. I love it. That's one of the I'm scenes, a little, I'm a little, one of the scenes that I remember. I'm a little offended though by him using whiteface. There it is. If, Sorry, if I guys. say it wasn't his choice, would that count? <laughs> you, know what the, you know what the most part, most up part was? I knew Ron was going to make that joke going into this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, yeah. I, so there's like, okay, few things. One, uh, Magneto isn't a bad guy, um, and he's. I have that written down too. Magneto's actually a good guy. Yeah, Pyro, completely justified in every action that he does. Um, 100%. Jews just in, in bullying the kids at the mall or museum. I'm not... He was also just fighting lighting the cop on fire. Hold yeah, on, I knew you were going to say on, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Him bullying the kids at the museum? They were bullying bull him. Sorry. Right. Sorry. He Getting retribution right? on the he bullies. Yes, he that one makes sense. Full right to not have to yeah. give them a lighter. Oh no, I agree, hundred yeah. percent. I agree with that, hundred percent. I misspoke. He wasn't. He wasn't the bully. He was getting bullied. I right. apologize. Correct. Completely justified. Yes, the cops. Oh, hundred percent. The cop no. just got. The cop just shot one of his friends right in the head. Well, friends is a very loose term. Fine, still they shot. Still one of his. Yeah. Put them put so, in the body bag. And they were all pointing guns at them for no reason. Yep. I actually didn't uh, put that Wolverine death on the uh, the kill count. Because he didn't die. Because he, he, he didn't die. Okay. Okay. He just got so knocked out for a little bit. Him. Yeah. His, uh, his brain got rung like a bell. I mean, literally, because, you know, adamantium skull. <clears throat> like, they, sh they, sh they come out. Guns drawn. The cop says, put the knives down. Logan literally says, I can't. The other two are getting on the ground already. Logan gets popped no, in no, the no. head. They didn't get on the ground until he gets shot. It was like simultaneously. Yeah, but no, they no, shot him. No, but they did shoot him while he was pulling his claws back in. No, he wasn't. He was lifting yes, he his was. arms up to show them. And as soon as he got popped, they retracted it. Mm, I don't know. Mm, no, 
No. Pretty sure he was yes. he was pulling his claws in when they shot him. And nope, also, why I is don't... that cop shooting? Why is that cop shooting to kill? Should be shooting to 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 uh, to uh, disengage because because yeah. Logan has a has weapons visibly visible weapons in his hands. They weren't in his hands though. They are in his hands. They're in. They're his literally hands. in his hands. No, but... actually, they have to be. They have to be in his forearms because if they were in his hands, he wouldn't be able to bend his wrist. No, but he was in his hands while they were popped out. They were popped hey. out of his hands. Not up here in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, one three one two, Joey. Oh no, yeah, I agree. I agree. And the uh, cops were in the wrong. Now, did they deserve yes. to be boiled alive in their car? Yes, yes. but that was not <clears throat> all those okay. And lastly, um uh Iceman is just Scott Summers Jr. is also a cop. And anybody who likes Iceman uh, is also a cop. So don't worry. He also, wasn't so. he uh, Jimmy Olsen at some point in time? Um, I think his brother yeah. was Jimmy. What? Is it twins? What? He, you didn't know that, dude? I just thought it was the same dude in a bunch of different movies. What the fuck? Nope, nope. There's twin because uh, I believe Jimmy was in Lock and Key, and uh. Bobby here was in Warehouse 13. Yeah, I thought they were all actually, the same dude. To be fair, actually, um, are you sure they didn't do an Olsen flop on us? Like, where no, it's them, because both of them like, doing the same role? <laughs> no, because uh, they both were actually in uh, Smallville. What this one, I'm pretty sure, was in like a three episode stint, and then his brother became Jimmy later on. Uh, and I believe he was on Talkville, the uh, the Smallville rewatch podcast with Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling, talking about that. And they actually, Tom actually thought that uh, they were the same person because <laughs> they're yeah, identical twins. Like exactly, that's great. One of them for like two years. So, so yeah. Anywho. When Rogue greets Logan, right? Oh, when she was trying to jump on him? When she hugged him and their faces touched, that's skin-on-skin -skin contact, which means she should have started absorbing his powers. So here's something that I find interesting. Uh, and maybe it's because I'm reading this comic or this manga called Undead Unluck, where this girl who she can't have any physical touch with anybody because if she does, she her power, this unluck, will happen to somebody. That even happens when they touch her hair. So by that extraction, shouldn't any hair touching for Rogue also count as physical touch? I think hers says skin on skin. I think that's pretty specific about her. Okay. All right. Yeah, I believe that is like it has to be like her skin to his, like because like um, lips work, you know, her face works, her like everything else works. Maybe Hands she hurt. only hit. Yeah. Maybe she only hit sideburn. Maybe that's could why. you could could you imagine? <laughs> could yeah. you imagine like Not the condom breaks like halfway through, and she literally drains you? <laughs> I mean, let's ask uh, Gambit. In one of the comics, uh, they're apparently married now. So, 
allegedly. Also, why is the X Mansion so completely and utterly unsecure? Like, uh, blame Billy Madison because apparently it's Billy Madison's mansion. Oh, that bastard. Yeah. Yeah. The mansion was used in Smallville as Lex's mansion and Billy Madison. So nice. Fun. Well, wait, wait. If it was Lex's mansion, it would definitely, it definitely should have still had some. Uh... It should have, but I think this came out. Well, no, that came out in two thousand one. So, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. But what I'm saying is, like, even to get down into like Cerebro area, they have yeah, no. Anybody can. Yeah, they have no security between those levels whatsoever. And you would think to be after fair, Mystique... it's a house full of walking weapons. Sure. Right. But after Mystique broke in in the first movie and did her jabby jab jab all over Cerebro's brain thing, yeah, you'd you think, think they'd have beefed up security uh, a little bit. Something. No. Something. And, they, and they were still Xavier... just using the eye verification to get in the door. Because Xavier's not a good person. Okay, that's fair. Oh no, he's not. He, yeah, he's he's kind of dumb. Fun. That's something. That's something else that um I didn't like about this was Xavier being so easily mind manipulated. So the person that uh manipulated him in the comics, I have it sitting here. He's uh based loosely off a character named Mastermind, who is a also a high-intelligence um, psychic. But with the movie itself, Stryker had experimented on Jason, his own son, to make him more powerful. Because that drug obviously was not going to be able to manipulate Xavier like it did Cyclops, Lady Deathstrike, Nightcrawler, you know. So, Magneto, yeah. obviously. Which lazy, is lazy, Magneto lazy, is plot device. lazy plot device. Sure, fair, fair, fair. Speaking of Lady Deathstrike, um, I remember seeing this in theaters and thinking, awesome interpretation. However, I also remember the X-Men cartoon when her hands were as big as a, as a body and the claws were like way out there. Yeah. This yeah, one didn't make any sense because how does she bend her fingers? Matt, she didn't. She kept cracking them. Yeah, she was bending him when she was cracking him, though. Yeah, I don't know. Not trying well, to I make me hate this they, movie. They live all the way up in her forearm and then just come straight <laughs> out. Yeah, that's what you said. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think we. I think I. I think we determined that everything has to live in the forearms if it's all hand. If it's but, all hand stuff. But most importantly, uh, Rebecca Romaine is so fucking hot. Oh, so hot. She was the main reason I watched the, the Librarian's TV show. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, so right. Nah. Also, what yeah. is it with boomers and warmongering? Uh, like, how they get the rocks off? Because they made a lot of money. That's yeah, it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so, I also didn't realize how much I actually quoted this movie. Uh, like, a lot. Uh, you mean like the never trust a beautiful woman, especially if she's interested in you? Yep, one hundred percent. Say that on re- <laughs> like, that's that's just timeless truth. Uh, or also- or that one time when uh, 
Scott kisses Jean after she kissed uh, Wolverine, and she's he's like, "Why does your mouth taste like Logan?" Oh wait, that didn't happen. That was, that was head cannon. <laughs> also, did anybody else get the head cannon that um, after Jean uh, kills herself because she's tired of dealing with Scott and Logan, they kind of had a little like fling themselves. Yeah, I one hundred percent was like, "Man, where's the storyline where they're banging now?" Yeah, do hundred percent. Like, I, yeah, think that. I mean, I think there's some fan fiction about that. There's actual con like comic canon where like Gene just starts dating both of them and they're just like, oh yeah, this actually just makes a lot of sense when we just like stop worrying about Gene, this. imagine yes. that. Yeah. It's weird. Weird how that works. Yeah. Um let's see, what else is there? I Dude, know, when uh, the mom when the mom is like, Well, honey, have you tried not being a mutant? That was fucking I mean, hilarious. They so really, apparently, really hone in this like, uh, like acceptance thing. Like, it actually does a pretty good commentary of like what it was like, probably in the like the early two thousands of just like being anything that wasn't a conservative white like, Christian person. Allegedly, um, Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, was giving Brian Singer and uh, oh, I can't remember his name, the Bobby. And the family, just basically that scene, uh, tips on how to like play it because Ian McKellen is gay, and so he's like, "We, you want to make it out like it's a coming out." Yeah, scene. he played yeah. Gandalf the gay. Well, everybody knows that. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I thought it looked like it. They did a really good job on it. It was. I just find it, you know, it, it, I just find it impressive that he added to to that. I guess there really is no different than um, what's his name, um, Chris. Uh, oh wow, Count Dooku, Sauron, Sar- Saruman, Saruman, Christopher um, Lee. Thank you. Ouch, uh, Chris. I literally just watched all the Dracula movies over the, in October. I can't freaking remember. Uh, Christopher Lee telling Peter Jackson like that's not what it sounds like when somebody gets stabbed in the back. This is what it sounds like when somebody gets stabbed in the back. Because Christopher Lee is a fucking legend. Indeed. I can't remember the name of. So, um, I know I'm jumping around a bit, but at the end of the movie, when like they're trying to get the Blackbird back up and running, right? And Jean leaves and kills herself so she doesn't have to deal with Wolverine and Cyclops. Cyclops and Storm are just randomly shouting out shit like, oh, the ovulator's over-positing the... The power to the power cells is working, but it's not connecting to the drive in the main shaft of the blinker fluid like the whole time. But not one time did any of them in this whole entirety think, hey, what if we took the kid that freezes shit and freeze all the water that's coming towards us? And then Gene can just pick up the blackbird and fly us away. Uh, It was a lot of water. And he is unprofessional because he just came out to his parents and they hate him. Okay, that's Um, fair. But on the other side of that, on the other side of that, she was so powerful, she could hold back the force of that water and lift the jet up, but she couldn't just lift the jet up. She, She had gone full Phoenix at this point. And then, and then Scott is like, I think, then Scott 
at the end is like, could we have done more to save her? And, you know, uh, fucking Professor X is like, uh, this is the only way. Oh, yeah. It, it, I, I don't know. It's just sad. It's sad storytelling. He literally like, stops time. He could have stopped it. But he doesn't actually stop time. He freezes people. Like, he, he just kind of stops them from functioning. Because if you recall in the museum, there's a kid on the phone and the mom on the other end still is like, honey, are you there? Like, he doesn't actually stop time. He okay, just stops everybody's so, brains from perceiving time. Yeah, he, so he kills then, people for like 30 seconds. If that's the case, then the end scene where he pops up and the president is giving uh, the speech. Oral. Oh, yeah. That... Like that was a broadcast, so everybody the, would have watched them happen, which should have happened. If in all honesty, but the broadcast itself went out. Like they stopped the transmission from going out. All the all the TVs, all the signals died, and they cut and the probably, power to the building. Yeah, then that would have been uh, storms doing in the on the outside. But you know what? Speaking of that, though, was that in the director's cut or something? No, there is no Dirk's cut. Like, there, did you not see the storm Surprise. outside? Did, did did this have no. a uh, Snyder cut to it? No, shut up. Um, but I was. You sure? Like a fall again? Uh, um, listen, it's I'm I'm just it's a box of bolts over here in a cave. All right, like we're you're lucky this thing's <laughs> even working. You're working with what you got. Yeah. Um, no, so I actually have written down here like there's no better way to prove that you're not a threat to human society than by coming into the president's office, freezing everybody, and having like the most powerful people threaten you that you're not the most difficult person, you know. Uh, How did they get in there? They walked in. Well, except for Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> um, because like they imply that they're just like there. I thought he was like astral projecting them into his brain or something. You know well, what? How get the envelope then? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Well, well that could be uh, Nightcrawler biffing. That's in. true too. Because actually, that makes more sense. Because when it when it pans back to him and they're like, "Mr. President, Mr. President," he's got his own paperwork spread out in front of him, and then it goes up to the camera, and then it goes back down, and he's got the folder in his hand. Yeah, no more paperwork. So maybe he did do it mentally to him, and then they had somebody else pop the paperwork in there. That could make... You know what? And that makes more sense because otherwise they had enough time, even though they were supposed to get to DC quickly because there's something going on, they had enough time to go back to the ruins of the mansion, get Bobby and Rogue a costume so that then they could pop up in the office with costume. So maybe it was all mental. Maybe. Also, uh, so anyways, guys, that was X Men Two. Uh, no, we. <laughs> uh, so, did you guys by chance notice the size of Logan's hair throughout the movie? The varying sizes, you mean? Yeah, uh, allegedly, according to IMDb, the the final scene in particular with him and 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 Xavier and Scott, where his hair is like huge. And it looks like the um, the uh, like knockoff funny movie version of him, <laughs> the the Ace Ventura version. 
Um, yeah. Actually, I think at the very beginning as well, allegedly he was like, this was like reshoots. He was already on the set of um, Van Helsing at the time. And so he, his hair was already longer. So instead of having that cut, he just, they put the wig on top of all the, of all that. That's why it was so bad. Yeah. Um, I honestly didn't they, notice. I just assumed it was like supposed to be fatigue. But at the very beginning, like the very first scene we see him in, it's the same way. And it's it's because when he's looking at that wolf, yeah, I'm like been that traveling. Looks terrible. Joey, you don't have hair, you don't understand. But like when you travel, you kind of get it all messy and stuff, you know? Mm, okay, fair. It's been a long time since I've had I've had hair. That's true. You're bald. Actually, man. yeah, about about, uh, about five or six years, yeah. I That's why I just don't do still... anything with my hair. I just let it do it at once, and then I don't have to worry about it being messy because it's just always messy. Okay, yeah. there we go. Same. That will work. I have hair. It's nice. So there was a uh, a scene that did get cut out. Oh yeah, was it the um, Scott and Wolverine? No, breaking right in each um, other's mouth, or actually, there was, a, there was a lot of scenes that were planned but then cut out. Allegedly, they were going to have Sabretooth and Toad come back. How did Toad, Toad come back? back? He's a mutant, so I don't know. This is according to IMDb, and maybe probably just a DVD or scripts or whatever. Uh, but they were supposed to come back. Toad was supposed to have a big fight with Nightcrawler uh, at the end. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, there, so the scene when Scott is being controlled and Gene stops him, and they have that big flare out. Uh, allegedly, that was that was supposed to temporarily render Gene blind, and they filmed it. You know, and they filmed scenes where she couldn't see, uh, but then they decided against it and they changed it up. And so I was like, I I read that, and I'm watching the scene. I'm like, oh, interesting. So like when he comes up to her and like grabs her, she has her eyes closed the entire time, and they keep focusing away from her. Uh, there's one scene in particular when when Logan shuts the door on the group trying to get back into the spillway because the water's coming. When he speaks and everybody looks at him, she's looking in a completely different direction because she's blind. <laughs> um, uh, speaking yeah, of the spillway so scene, a of scenes like that. I, I forgot that if you shove your claws into something electrical, it will do exactly what you want. I mean, it makes sense, right? No. Yeah, you don't well, get electrocuted in any conceivable way, and it will automatically listen to everything you want it to do. Yep. Well, he's wearing boots, so he's conducted. He's uh, he's grounded. His metal claw, yeah, that is connected to the metal in his body. Sure, is being stopped by the rubber boots. Yeah. Being grounded in this situation, Joey, is a bad thing because the power would run right through him, which is what it should have done. Now nah, it's fine. That's He's literally got the how a wire works, Joey. Nah, it's fine. All right, I don't know. I don't know electricity. That's why I've burnt my hair off. Um, <laughs> uh, there was also another scene where that got 
cut probably on the you know cutting room floor because I don't think it was that cutting room floor before it got filmed where Magneto was supposed to actually help uh, Xavier out of the dark cerebro cerebro sure. um, instead of trying to kill all humans correct so which I think would have been better I think it would have worked better because yes while Magneto is always right like this just would have set up him actually working together in days of future past down the road you know yeah Yep, but they had to have that one part where the villain becomes irredeemable to make sure that he's still a villain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's Days of Future Past. Or that's uh, Last Stand. No, no, I'm saying for for this movie. Like, for this one, they had to make sure that he was still a bad guy. But that's what Brian Brian Cox's character was. That's what Stryker was. Like, he was the bad guy. Short term, the bad guy. Was he the bad guy? I mean, he was trying to overthrow the government. I, I mean, mean, does that make me a bad guy? That- does make him does make a bad guy? Also, I don't know, man. I would think that you could probably like have a personal vendetta when your son drives both you and your wife to the point of like wanting to off yourself, and actually, like your wife then does it. And you all you're looking for is a cure because obviously there's something wrong with this person to to mess with us and to do that. And then you're told like, oh, that's just the person that he is. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I do get pushed that hard. You know what I mean? Maybe I do in some ways go, I don't know. Maybe this is a fucking problem. Maybe a bunch of weapons walking around that just have the ability to tap into people's brains and make them kill themselves? Bad idea. Maybe we should do something about that. Maybe we should get rid of all the weapons. You know what I mean? Take my gun, I guess. You're going to have to. I don't know. Okay. I'm just saying, I don't think I mean, I mean, it's the Thanos theory, right? He's right. He just went about it the wrong way, which I also think is a dumb way to look at things. So, like, just you either just full tilt into the idea or you don't support it. You know what I mean? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I can see what you're saying. Can you? Because I'm kind of lost in myself. (laughs) No, I don't. It's. I he he's supposed to be back. I get it. Like, so I look at him. He he. I'm not saying he's not the. I am not saying he like he is the bad guy. Obviously, right? But I don't know, man. Like the dude was pushed to his limit. He was trying to find a cure for his son, who was inherently a bad person. Realistically, his son's the bad person. So if he just put a bullet in his kid's head, he'd have been all right. Realistically, he's a bad. Realistically, he's a bad parent, but um, why? You know, you have to adapt to what. Why else would your kid want to kill you? Like, because you're a terrible parent. I don't know. I mean, my kid loves me. I think I'm a good parent. Yeah. Yeah. Now he was a military parent. Come on. Yeah, you know he was a piece of shit. Yeah, Yeah, I've met some military parents. Not all of them are bad. I will admit. I think we have some listeners, so I'm not trying to offend them. I mean, let's face uh, it. 
Brian Cox's character is basically a cop. Yeah. Yeah. He had access. Super troopers. He had he had access. Nope. ACAB dude. All cops are bad. No, fuck that. Super troopers is great. Are they really cops though? (laughs) The Canadian cops. So. But do you but do you not remember when they uh, supplied booze to that underage party and then busted that underage party? And then they did they arrest the people of the underage party? No, they sat there and they threw cans at uh, the one guy. And did did drugs with a bunch of minors, so all cops are bad. Yeah, or fun. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, like that one dude in Gotham that works with the vigilante. They're only good if they then take the punishment for the crimes that they committed, but they don't. Therefore, they're bad. But they didn't arrest the kids either. So, so they're bad at their job, and. They're back. Yeah, that's why they lost their state trooper job and had to become cops. So they want to be bad at being cops so they can get the state trooper jobs back. Yeah? Yeah. Gotcha. Sure. So anyways, anyways. why are all of um, Rogue's costumes um, very uh, uh, skin showing when everybody knows that like any kind of contact with their skin will drain them of their life force? Yeah, you would think you're as soon as you know that. That's I mean, I power, get it that cover in a pack with pot, so you want to see. Sure, you know, like, but, but look at our look at our '90s rogue in the cartoons and the comics. The skin tight bodysuit, just saying, would have worked. Well, even even now, like it's it's still neck to foot covered, like everything's covered. Yeah. And gloves. And gloves. Um, I did. I did really enjoy Nightcrawler. Uh, I thought, um, what's his name? The scarification uh, was a little weird. Sure, sure. Um, and I'm not sure if they did that. They didn't have to make him fuzzy. Uh, I didn't see anything in IMDb, but because it sounds like they just didn't want to make him blue and furry, so they gave him scars. Well, they also were not. Pulling the like origin from him, uh, you know where he's actually the son of Mystique and Azazel, so they didn't do that route either. So yeah, that's also like a dumb storyline. Like I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the way that they did this. I like that he was a circus dude. I don't know. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it yeah. makes more sense. He was in a circus. Parents actual... died, and a bat uh, adopted him, and. Yeah, he fell. He fell into a vat of adoption. Yep, I think that's how he got. He, he fell into a vat of worms and became a nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, the script got rewritten uh, a lot to include more scenes for Holly Berry. So, is there a Brian Singer version out there somewhere? No, shut up. Yeah, they just they just take Holly Berry out all together. <laughs> Too many minorities, otherwise. No, they gave her more scenes because she had just won the Oscar, uh, I think, for Monsters Ball. Um, can somebody explain to her what a topographic map actually is? That oh, would no. be that would be super rad. Because she definitely pulls <laughs> up, she goes, This is a topographic map of the dam, and it's a 3D rendering of the dam. <laughs> 
it's an internal it's an internal yeah. topographic map okay <laughs> oh gotcha gotcha it's it's an eye view um that's what happens when you enhance uh, topographical map a lot Um, another fun little fact uh, is that Hugh Jackman was offered the role of Punisher, Frank Castle, in the 2004 Punisher movie. Uh, but he was already that. assigned to... Uh, you would or would not? I would not have enjoyed that. I mean, he'd already been... Um, he, he passed that up to go to do Van Helsing, so it's it went to Thomas Jane. I'm actually real happy with Thomas Jane. I don't think he would have been a good punisher. I'm like, I don't think he would have either. I like him as an actor. He's not a bad actor, but he. I think after being two movies of Wolverine, I think people would have been like, "Hey, that's Wolverine. Why is why is he being Punisher?" Plus, it would have now in theory it would work because this is Fox. At the time, Punisher was under Lionsgate. So two different companies, fine. We nothing had been combined yet. Yeah, but nobody would have. But seen yeah, no, like I that. don't think he would have been a good. He would no, no. People would not. Have, you're correct. But I'm also glad he didn't do it because he doesn't need to. He's too. He's too charismatic of a character to play Punisher. Punisher is a very, for the most part, dark and dry character. Uh, I I think that's why the the Netflix one was the best one I've seen so far. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix one is really good. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to when we get to. I mean, we'll be getting to Thomas Jane here real soon, but I'm looking forward to the Ray Stevenson one because I haven't seen that one in a while. Um, the war that's war. I think I've seen that war zone. Yeah, war zone. I don't. Weirdly uh, enough, I don't think I did either. But that sounds. It seems weird because Punisher is my favorite character, so I don't know why. But. That I don't think that one got as much promotion. Was it in theaters it was, or was it like a direct DVD? It was in theaters. Because uh, I, I oh. saw it in theaters, but I don't think it was in and we'll get to it in a couple years. Um, I don't think it had a lot of like push for it because people were still wanting Thomas Jane Punisher to continue on. They were waiting for that sequel and up like four to Six years later, even after uh, the his Punisher movie came out, he was still vying for it. He was still like, "Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We're just we gotta make we gotta get the right script." And then it just didn't happen. He's like, "I'm I'm out. I can't anymore." So, but we'll get to that in 2000 when we get to the 2004 one. Now, one other thing I want to bring up, um, and I I'm curious if you either one of you remember this. Because I was always a big comic book fan. When this movie was being promoted, they had talked about revealing Wolverine's origins, and it was it was a whole big hubble blue. So it got to the point where I think it was Jim Lee. No, it was somebody at Marvel was like, "Well, instead of just revealing his origins in the movie, like his true origins." Why don't we reveal it in the comics finally for the first time? Which is where the Origins comic came about in 2003. Um, and that's where we get our first you know, realization that Logan is actually James Howlett. 
Now, the funny thing is, is that none of that came into the movie at all. Like, his origins here was Weapon X, which we knew about. But I just didn't know if you guys remembered the, the Origins comic at all. Like, the, the reason why that came about. Uh-uh. Okay. I remember I the you. book. Like I can, I well, so I know the book because uh, back on this network when they did Between the Lines, is that what it was called? I believe so. I yeah. Yeah, Between the Lines. What they they. I think Between the Lions was a PBS show. Anyway. Uh, God damn it. Um, they reviewed that whole book. I'm pretty sure. So I, I knew about it and I had listened to parts of it. Uh, okay. And I can see the book on Dan's shelf downstairs where it's like Logan and he's like a farmer with a scythe or whatever standing yep. in like a field. Yeah. Yep. Um, Which is, is where he gets his bone claws. Yes. Okay. Which I have that issue. It's issue number two, which I paid 15 bucks for. I don't think it's worth that anymore, but I remember being like worth a lot back when it came out. I believe that. No, like in the origin, the origin book, the origin comic was really good. I really did enjoy it. It it shows his uh, infatuation with redheads, which is why he is always been after Jean Grey. Um, but just the fact that they Respect. put that book out because you know it's we wanted to get out, we wanted to get it out there before the movie revealed his origins, and then the movie didn't even really reveal his origins. That's because they Which, did an X-Men Origins Wolverine. That fantastic yeah. movie that, you know, was so amazing. Which we'll, which we'll be watching soon, too, boys. You remember when Deadpool goes back in time and kills himself? Oh. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, but speaking of comics, allegedly, the novelization and the comic adaptation of this have a different ending than the movie. They wanted to keep it changed i guess so so there is an alternate cut out there in the comics that i'll read at some point damn <sighs> i never so i had always heard that you can see the phoenix in the water at the end yeah you can, you can. yeah i didn't i but i never was able to see it literally until i watched it this time like i can finally i could finally see the Fe- i mean it's not great it doesn't look great it's but... not no. Um, what also isn't great is the uh, the Blackbird, the plane. Looks terrible. The few times it is is on screen, it looks <laughs> so bad. Um, also, I wrote this down. I think this is when uh, Striker is yelling at Logan, saying, "You know, people don't change." Wolverine, basically referring to uh, everybody. I, I wrote down, "Yeah, people don't change." Uh, people just change what came before, referring to X Men Origins Wolverine that we'll be watching later. Because I definitely changed up everything on this movie to make it fit, try to fit. And then you have Days of, Days of Future Past, which changed everything again. Um, yeah. It will be interesting to cover those because I didn't watch them for the longest time and then went back and rewatched them. Uh, and so, like, diving into that because I was always on the assumption it was the prequels to these, and then everybody, like, so I didn't like it. And then everybody was like, no, 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 you got to look at it as if it's like an alternate timeline. Yeah, it's 
not and then it makes more sense great yeah we'll yeah. we'll it's actually we'll get into it's, it it's pretty it's pretty on par for like x-men story canon and none of it makes any goddamn sense at this point so sure you are you yeah. are correct there um yeah uh okay. i will I say, say i will stuff. say go ahead uh the the scene where they like they breach the um a buyer that brings up, yeah. The breach, yeah, the, the, the mansion. mansion, like that's a dope scene. Mm-hmm. That's super rad. That's Wolverine getting to be Wolverine's really cool. Also, weird fact that I know: the guy who plays Colossus in this movie was yeah. a contestant on Tough Enough, which was the like reality show um, for like to become a professional wrestler for WWE. Nice. And his name was Hawk. But I think that was his work. I think that was his work name. No, that was his work name because I can't remember what his his actual name is. So does he it's, actually it's get Quater in Newton. the movie? Let me. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> oh, he does. Okay, so because he cause he comes just... back for the second for the third movie. It's not the He's same got guy. a bigger scene there. No, it's, in the is third it... movie it is. The the Deadpool movies are different. Yeah, they didn't have him in this movie as much because they didn't want to pay for the CGI to give him metal skin and then make it go away and then, you know. Well, it's, and which that scene was dope as all get out, not gonna lie. But I think a lot of it is they were focusing more on, they didn't want to bring in a ton of new characters, like, and focus on them. Yes, they had new characters, you know, Colossus and uh, Kitty, Pyro and Lady Deathstrike. Kitty was in there again. Uh, Different Kitty as well. Um, but they were wanted to focus on, you know, Nightcrawler, obviously Lady Deathstrike having a thing. Not a lot, but whatever. Uh, yeah, they didn't even give her any kind of real origin other than, oh, this is Wolverine 2.0. Yeah, basically. Daniel Cudmore is his name. Uh, that okay. was Colossus. Yes, that, I believe that, yeah, I believe that was him. Yeah, I mean, it is him. I literally just told you his name. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure that Hawk is Daniel. Like his his work name was yeah Hawk. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Super. It's just super weird because he does like the it's like the review, um, or not the review, but like the reunion episode where they like you know it's like a talk show segment kind of thing, and they're talking about it, and they're like, yeah, so because he doesn't win, he I think he comes in like fourth or something like that. And they're just like, yeah. So what are you doing? He's like, oh, I have a movie role. I just like, it's it's an X Men, but I can't talk about it. And like that was like the only thing. And then we find, and then we all finally figured out that he was Colossus because they barely show him in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, yeah. they like don't show his face hardly at all. So it took us like a while to figure. Well, out they who he was. they actually they because they show. I think his first scene is when. He's making fun of uh, uh, Rogue and Bobby with a drawing, not making yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's the scene with the breach, and he's helping the kids get out. And then the screen froze. Yours did. Am I good? Am I good? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, and just you. And then he has got a scene, I think, at, at the very end when he comes back into the uh, to the classroom. Like, yeah, he's not in it a lot, but 
I believe he's actually got more time in the third one. Yeah, he will. A lot yeah, of them have more time in the third one. Costume in the third one. Yeah, because he's in the danger. Well, I guess room, enough. Like one. they, because they have a. Yeah, yeah. He gets. Uh, yeah. He's got a costume and everything, but. Yeah. Because I legit. Oh thought... well. Alrighty. Um, because... I think that's. Never mind. Fuck me. <laughs> I don't think he can hear us again. Oh, you can't hear us now. No, I stopped. Oh, I stopped I talking say, because you were talking. Go ahead, talk. I was starting talking, and you were just uh, you were just moving on a segment. So never mind. Do your superlatives. Go ahead, do a bingo, Dick. Actually, Joey will do a kill count first. That's true. That's actually kill counts first. So I got a total of thirty-seven, but that's not counting. Uh, Striker and uh, Jason, because we don't actually see them die. You didn't count Gene either, then, did you? I counted Gene. But we didn't see her die. We saw the water hit her and kill her. Didn't kill her. Technically, we see the, the phoenix at the end. But we don't know it's her. Sure. I also will say um, an entire team of mutants, literally walking weapons, kill less people than Batman. <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, literally, Allegedly, they had literally they had to they had to uh, not dumb down, but lessen when Wolverine goes berserk in that breach of the mansion because if he had gone berserk it would have been similar to what he did in Logan um you know just killing people left and right so he they had to uh they had to numb numb it a little bit they didn't want to get an R rating basically yeah gotcha okay Stupid. all right so yeah. bingo yeah well look all right so we had the Scooby Doo chase scene uh, with uh, Nightcrawler in the White House. Holy crap! We have a. I forgot we had that on our thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Government interference, comic logic, unexplainable science. Um, we have a reformed bad guy. Um, because I mean, you know, Magneto was supposed to be the bad guy, and he obviously, you know, well, he was a bad guy in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a love triangle. Um, we have a, a villain monologue. Uh, we have product placement, betrayal by a friend, and flashbacks. It's like two of yeah. them. Sounds good to me. Where was the betrayal by a friend? Uh, his brother calling Ronnie? the cops on him. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. And then also Pyro leaving, going with Magneto. True. And also, if you really think about it, Magneto turning on Charles because they are still friends. Yep. No, that's just his character arc. That, that doesn't count as betrayal. He, he already knows it's going to happen. Betrayal by a friend would imply that you don't know it's going to happen. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But he didn't know because Charles was already taken. And actually, yeah, no, it's a betrayal by a friend from before because he gave up all the information about the mansion. Ooh, there you go. Yep. Is it betrayal by a friend if you can't? Yeah, help 100%. It? Okay. That's the whole betrayal thing. Yeah. 
He does, but does it, if he feels remorse from it, because he does feel remorse. He did. Yeah, he that's did. how he's reformed. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's, right. it's a sad, vicious triangle to get yourself into, okay? That's true. You make a good point. All right, Chuck, give us our uh, rundown on the uh, Spawn Cape continuum there. Uh, okay, so like the Blackbird looks fucking terrible in this. So yeah. you remember you remember moving things around in like um, the paintbrush, like where you would cut around <laughs> them and then like you could move them back and forth? That's what it looks like they did with that thing. This looked like yeah. the Windows 95 game Hover. I don't know if you ever remember <laughs> Hover, but it I just don't. looked like it, uh, it was bumper cars in castles. That's the only way I can describe it. Um, <laughs> okay. And it looked it looked exactly like Hover moving around. It was so bad. Um, but like Nightcrawler shit looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, well that's because the, the smoke clouds could hide all the uh, shitty editing that they had to do around him disappearing and reappearing which how many times did he have to poof into that room to fill it up with smoke since apparently like every other time nothing else like the smoke yeah it puffs stay. and disappears yeah yeah so how many times did he have to puff in that one room more than he could handle in a day probably yeah that dude was hot boxing with jesus at that point because like i can't <laughs> otherwise fathom how he had so much smoke but it's like actually him ripping friend. farts every time he disappears and reappears, and uh, mm. he just held that one in for a long time. That's right. Also, anytime yeah. Storm's lightning hit looked not great. Yeah. Which is weird, because it looked really good in the first one. I, I think they only did it like anymore. twice in the first one, though. Yeah, it's probably, it was actually probably, knowing knowing Ray Parks, it was probably, he's like, yeah, it has to be practical. We'll literally electrocute me. <laughs> Shit, the only way it's gonna work. That's fair. So you say he really got cut in half in, in Star Wars? Yeah. 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 No, he's he's a practical effects guy. That's that's have you yeah, seen they him st- in anything since then? No. Yeah, he was in Fanboys. That was after. Yeah. That was no no, since... no 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 he shot fanboys before. No. Yes. Nope. They shot his can't... part. Actually, okay, you want to know where I've seen him? The movie takes takes place before. He's in G.I. Joe. He's in... Oh, where was it? He was in Solo. So, yeah. Ha. Which takes place after. Are you sure it's him, though? Yeah, yes. Because that was the whole big... big, Yeah, you do. It wasn't his audio, which is... No, first off, that was a hologram, but... Um, stop it. Listen, they made the old guy show up in Rogue One, and he'd been dead for years. Yeah, but that's after. I'm just saying that's after Solo, so it's they got better technology. Yeah, so it's not really him. That's what I'm saying. I win. I win. No, my argument. Uh, no, 147 right. spawn caves out of uh, four. So it was really, 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 really good? So it was good or bad? No, all the practical effects stuff was super rad and makes up for the shitty uh, plane. Okay. And really bad burning phoenix in the ocean. Uh, One of these days, I'll actually go back and track your spawn continuum score. None of it. It's not supposed to make sense. It's just a weather. It doesn't look good or not. But that's the thing. 
it, it doesn't have to make any sense, but he can still gauge how how much one goes compared to the other one. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like 147 out of 400. How's that? Does that make more That's sense? That's better. Yeah. Okay. Because that made more sense? Yeah. I mean, can you get a better that... percentage? That's that's less than you know a couple thousand percent. So yeah, it makes more sense. I'm just saying, practical effects though look super rad. Practical effects look great. They were great. They did. And going to special effects again with um, Magneto moving around the dark cerebro room, like that looked cool. Didn't understand why he had to move all the panels around. Oh, he had to reset the panels so that they're going for humans instead of uh, mutants. But. Okay, Xavier was still able to. Like, I know he, yeah, that's what I was getting. Yeah, exactly. In one line, he says, "Well, I did help him build it." But like, I yes, I get we got that because he said that in the first movie as well. But he knew that if these panels were sitting here instead of sitting there, then they would Why? like. And it's not just it's not just moving panel from one. Spot, like sliding it over, it's taking this panel and shoving it all the way on the other side. Like, why? Look, he didn't have to do any of that. Once he told the little kid to change it around, she changed it. Uh, he just wanted to do that because it looked cool. I don't understand I mean, why. Why were there only certain panels in certain spots? Because Cerebro itself has the entire wall covered. Yeah, has everything covered. So why... And Xavier even says, if I push too hard, I could kill somebody. So there doesn't have to be exposed panels. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, they're they're behind. They're they're over their budget, so they couldn't afford to put all the panels in. They just had to put Yo, the important ones in. Funny enough, know, like, did you watch the credits? No. no. There's half a million people that worked on this movie. Holy shit. The credits, no joke, are like eight and a half minutes long. I don't know if it's really half a million people, but it seems like it because there are just names after names after names of like special effects people and like certain like they had a different team for every location that they went to. Which they went to a lot of locations. Yeah. Brazil, Spain. Um, The budget for this movie. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, Singer got Brian Singer, the director, got uh, fifty million dollars more for his budget, and the budget itself was one hundred and ten million. Uh, it grossed two hundred, almost two hundred fifteen million in U.S. and Canada, and then four hundred and seven million worldwide. So, like, it made its money back, which is great. But I also thought I read. That there were some budget cuts and they had to cut scenes because of of budget cuts. So I don't I don't know. Release the Snyder cut. I want eight and a half hours of X Men and X Two now. The singer cut. <laughs> you mean release the singer cut? No, it's Snyder's. Or does cut. He, went Snyder. and, he went in and <laughs> shot the whole movie. He redid it all. It's in black and white. It's all computer generated. Look, I can make us yeah. watch both versions. I'm only gonna make you guys watch one. Of it's the got a weird filter on it. See, that's fine because if you made us watch both versions, I would only watch one version and just use the same notes for both shows. That's true. <laughs> Those two different movies, Ron. One and, and, and it would be, and it would be the shorter version, whichever one that is. <laughs> no, they're both same length. 
Oh, okay. Anyway. Then he must not have gotten much cut out of it. Anyways, uh, Chuck, what'd you score Chuck, this fucking score? <laughs> uh, all right. It's just an X-Men movie. Yeah, it's dumb and convoluted, and there's uh, love triangle issues, and uh, as Scott's a cop, and Iceman's a cop, and Pyro did nothing wrong, and Magneto's the dopest and also did nothing wrong. And uh, although I never Sounds really like... like that Magneto in the movies doesn't have metal on his arms and legs, like the bracers and like the boots, because yep. that's what that is what allows that's him how he to flies. Fly. Yeah. yeah, is he levitates himself with those? So I just always that's always bugged me. But um, but like the part where I, the other part where like he he extracts the iron from the dude's body. And then just that was like, badass. Yeah, that was like, cool. That's a, a dope. I replay that in my brain on a regular basis. Fuck um, yeah, especially like because it comes out of all of his pores. Like it's not like yeah. he just pulls out like this lump. Like he literally like out of his face, out of his arms, out of his chest, out of his legs. It's fucking it's like, wicked. You forget that it's like oh, it only takes a little bit. Like if if there's just enough, that dude is an absolute menace to society. Omega level threat. Mm-hmm. It's super rare. Yep. Also, you and you realize that everybody's an Omega level threat on the X Men side. You're just like, oh yeah, no, he's uh, Xavier's a bad person, just trying to build a army of people to take down the president. Apparently, I'm gonna give this a five point three. I don't. Okay. Uh, weirdly enough, even though it is a, I would argue it is objectively a better movie than the first one, which I don't remember what I gave the first one. You gave the first one an eight point nine did i really i think so yeah yeah i don't like this as much as the first one okay but it also has a lot less characters that i think were cool so fair that's fair i like toad i like saber tooth uh you like the I Brotherhood like, of Evil Mutants. That's what i'm hearing yeah i i do love the lady death strike i wish I, we'd gotten more of her in this i agree uh, with you on that one yeah, she kind of goes out like a punk. So, allegedly, she only had one line as well, which I didn't hear it, unless her grunting was the, the line. But I don't know. If I she, know. she, they probably cut it so they didn't have to pay her as much. Probably, <laughs> that was that was part of the um, the budget cuts. Yeah, maybe. Ron, what you got? Ooh, all right. So <clears throat> there were some good parts. There were more bad parts. Uh, the 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 plot was very lazy. Like, as far as the devices to make it happen go, it wasn't a terrible movie. Although I did start falling asleep during the first half of it. Uh, I yeah I don't know. Like I was sitting on the couch, you know, I'm just like chilling, watching it. I just started like dazing off. But also, like. One of the things that I really like about X-Men movies is when they have a bunch of X-Men in them because it makes it fun. And the fact that like we got three X-Men that barely use their powers at all. You know, Bobby, uh, Rogue, and uh, Pyro. Like, other than that one scene where he lets loose with the fire on the cops because they deserve it, that's all we see of his powers and him catching that kid's sleeve on fire. Right. And what does Bobby do? He freezes a teacup. He puts out the kid's arm. That's on fire. 
and he cools off a uh, soda for Wolverine. He throws up that ice wall between. Oh yeah, I forgot Tucker about that. So that was in the first Wolverine. half of the movie. So, <laughs> which apparently that was all. That actually was all ice. That wasn't digital. really that was practical ice. Yeah. Nice. Even when they exploded against everybody. I yeah, I believe so. Nice. There's your budget. Um, you know how expensive an ice wall is, right? Crazy expensive. Um. Special effects were kind of disappointing. Uh, a lot of the character interaction was very shallow, like between Gene and Logan, because you know they're supposed to have like this little like half-assed like trist or whatever. But it just—I don't know. It was—it was not very well written for those kind of things. I gave it a five. Okay. Which funny enough, I also what hate the first movie. I hate Nightcrawler. I realize, like, I don't like Nightcrawler. I never really got Nightcrawler. Like, I never understood why people always thought he was so cool, but I also didn't read the comics. And if you can't, in any other media source, prove to me why he's so cool, and then you go, well, you have to read the comics to understand the character, I immediately tap out of it. So imagine if you could just think about a place and then go there. I mean, yeah, his power is cool, but I'm always, but like, yeah, teleportation, any character with teleportation is cool, but like, I don't care for his character arc outside of his abilities. I don't know. I also hated him in this, specifically in this movie, uh, because he like, he wants to be, like, he has that moment with, um, with Mystique where he's like, well, if you could just be anybody, then why would you not? just shapeshift the whole time and she's like because i shouldn't have to i should just be accepted for who i am and it, like that just dawns on him apparently or something or he comes has this like coming to realization moment in that i don't know it just bugs me as a character i also hate every single face that gene makes in this movie when she's trying to figure something out which i also until no, no. until actually what happened was what happened was um Brian Singer, the director, actually um, kept putting a mixture of uh, laxatives and um, uh, literally, what's the it's ad- the face of like, is this a fart or do I have to go use the bathroom? Yeah, that's yep. 100% what it was. Yep. Yeah. Just like, just started like, uh, oh, 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 like, what are you doing? Guys, that's also about- why most of the movie she was in the leather suit, so you couldn't tell when she shit her pants. Nom, nom, nom. So, my score, I love oh, this really? movie. We're going to pass over we're, the num num. We're going to pass over that. Part. Right okay, over there. Right. <laughs> yep. I gave it a strange look, and that's all it was getting. All right. <sighs> um, I'm not I, here to yuck I, his yum yum yum, I guess. That's the official <laughs> yum yum sauce of the uh, comic book rundown. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. Anyways, Joey. I referred to the her in the suit and not the dookie in the suit. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you had really bad timing for yeah, it. Yeah, that was a really I, bad time on your part, buddy. It's froze up. I'm sorry. Anyway. I'm not gonna I'm gonna keep it all in there too. So I gave this movie an That's eight. why she wore the really, pants. I really like this movie. Um I thought it was better than the first one. Um 
I can see your points on like the story not being great, but I I enjoy it, and maybe it's because of my nostalgia of leading to see this movie in theaters, and I still have that remembrance of it. So I had I did have a higher expectation back then. Now it's like okay, now I know what I'm getting into. I know what the movie is, and I still enjoy it. Do I watch it all the time? No, but like I did when they came out. I'm right there with Chuck. Like I watch this movie constantly back in the day. And I still enjoy it. I still get to get uh, have fun watching it. So yeah, eight for me gives us a combined score of 6.1, which ties it on our list at number 29 out of 82 with Men in Black 2. Uh, and it's just below Street Fighter from 1994, the live-action one, at a 6.13, and just above Batman Forever uh, at a 6.03. That's a good so, spot for it. I like that spot for it. Yeah, that's actually that's not... pretty. That's a pretty solid like group of movies for it to be considered again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I had as much fun watching this as I did any of those. Okay. I think I, think I had more fun watching Street Fighter than I did watching this. That's true. But that's just because of how ridiculous that, it is. But that's why Street Fighter is above it. So, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I think, I th- yeah, I think I just like, I think I have seen this movie so many times that I just don't need to ever watch it again. Unless I'm like really, like, and if I'm fair. sitting down with my, if I'm sitting down with my nephew, okay, fine, I'll watch it again. But like, I don't ever need to watch, I'm not going to put this on in the background. I don't like it that much. Um, I also definitely remember when I went to the theaters and Nightcrawler pops up and it's like the scene where he has the knife and he's about to stab the president and then gets shot. Um, yeah. The guy in front of me stood up and clapped because of how <laughs> cool he thought Nightcrawler was. And you didn't and punch him in the back of the head? I, I think that's why I don't like Nightcrawler. I think was I that, just was... figured it out. If that's fair. I mean, that would actually that would probably kill a character for me too. Yeah. Was was that character was that guy Tim France? Uh, <laughs> no, because I don't think Tim likes Night. Oh no, Tim does like Nightcrawler. It might have been. I honestly, mm-hmm. at this point, who knows? <laughs> it's hard to say. Anyway, hot shot to the boss. All right. So, Chuck, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at Niche. Uh, you can find me at uh, Instagram and TikTok, uh, Kicked Out of the Hood, No Ian Kicked. You can find me over on this network for 10 episodes of Elite Eight Showdown. Uh, it's a podcast that I used to do that we brought back because we had one singular fan buy $150 worth of merch in exchange for 10 new episodes. I am not joking. I wish that was a joke. It actually happened, so I have. Who to was the Who's the super fan again? Uh, X Paxus something. It's X Paxus. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I just want to make sure he got a shout out, or you know, yeah, yeah. that dude, that dude is an absolute legend. So you're I telling me it wasn't Pony Danza? Oh no, fuck Pony Danza. That motherfucker doesn't deserve any credit of being a fan. There's only one true fan of the Late Eight Showdown. Uh, but it's an eight hundred bracket elimination tournament on anything and everything. If you've never seen the show, check the backlogs uh, and then come join us for 10, uh, 10 episodes. I, all the characters are back because we contractually had to bring them back and there's nothing I can do about it. Looking so, forward to that. Look at hundred percent. looking forward to that. I never did cancel my uh, subscription to elite eight. So 
<laughs> so what so, so wait hold on you give the network three dollars but you won't change it to 301 and then pay yourself yeah okay no right. no because i i i buy it year like i do the yearly subscription so it's cheaper and i just never actually uh yeah, change so you do the yearly subscription and then just change it to 301 oh i know i still okay. have it all right Look, I liked Lee show that more than my own show. How's that? That's not that's really fair. all that. That's not a great testament, but a testimonial, but I'll take it, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's fine. I, of course, when I bought all that, I wasn't part of the network. So, uh, you know, I just never got it. I'm too damn lazy to go change it. Yeah, um, Ron, Ron, where can I find it? Uh, you can find me on uh, TikTok and Instagram at good at this game. You can also find my art page at good art this game i've actually been putting things on there because i i did things and stuff hey. and uh so yeah all right joey you guys can find me on twitter comic rundown instagram comic book rundown threads comic book rundown email us comic book rundown gmail.com rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice we've got merch over on redbubble and t public and our song was done by cam our next movie. I'm actually kind of excited for this one. Oh, that's we'll... never good. That's never good. No, that's good it's... because that means you can shit on him, Chuck. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll be watching Batman Begins from 2005. All right. Batman okay. Begins. Is that the so... one with uh, the newsy? Yep. Okay. So this is the start of the Christian Bale. Batman. This is the That's Dark Knight trilogy. Just yep. said. Yes, it is and, exactly what he uh, just said. Is my <laughs> is my favorite uh, villain Scarecrow's in this? Nice. And the reason why I refuse to watch this movie for so long, the Bat Tumbler. Because you're a little confused. bitch, huh? I hate I hate the Bat Tumbler. Really? I hate it. Hated it. It never made any sense to me. Why would you have a giant tank down going down little tiny streets? Uh, I Did you like it in in Dark Knight when it gets destroyed? Then no, because then he gets the stupid motorcycle that even makes less like practical sense. So, but it's the two front tires of the tumbler, right? We'll get into it in the movies. We're, we're fine. Is it something Is like it? that? I don't remember. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We are out of here. Catch y'all later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you, on Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have 
Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.